Welcome to the Athletic Motion Golf Podcast. As a golfer, now more than ever, you have access to all sorts of swing advice and swing tips, and that can often be confusing and conflicting. This podcast is going to help you cut through all the clutter. You'll understand what really happens in the golf swing based on what we've learned from measuring the very best golfers in the world, but most importantly, how that information can help your swing. And we're going to try to do it all in 15 minutes or less. This episode is brought to you by AMG Plus, the best way to train your swing online. AMG Plus includes our four key training systems, the swing system, the speed system, the short game system, and the soon to be released putting system. You also get access to our private forum where Sean and I, along with our other AMG certified instructors, review your swings and check your progress as you move through the checkpoints. To learn more about it, just visit athleticmotiongolf.com forward slash the letters AMG dash PLUS to get started today. Everybody loves drills when we're talking about a golf swing. We can't do a YouTube video where every time we do a YouTube video and we don't have a drill for what we're talking about, it's always the first comment. For you and I, and I think a lot of instructors out there, sometimes drills can be red flags because just like anything else, they can be abused. And really the important thing is to make sure that you're drilling the proper movements rather than just doing drills. And I think that's a, it sounds like a very similar thing, but it's a very big distinction for the quality of your practice time. Yeah, we, we talk, you and I talk about this a lot, um, just this particular subject, because in lessons, the main, I think, part of the lesson that's hard for people is slow understanding how slow they have to go to learn something. And instead of going slow, they would rather have something they could do fast. <laughs> yeah, so right. they want a drill that they, they hope that they can still hit as, you know, their normal speed and it'll magically make the change they're trying to make. And, um, there might be a few drills that kind of give you the right feel, but most of the time it's, it's not the drill. That's the magic It's just doing the right movements slowly over and over again. That's the real drill. And I think that's where you're going with this. Yeah, that's, that's drilling, right? And if you look at other professions, other sports, other areas where there's been a lot of money spent on how to learn things. Like you and I were talking about the other day, like you look at the military and you take guys like as you move up the ranks and like, you know, you're enlisted and then you go into the special forces or or the SEALs, or any of those kind of special operating teams, they're not on the range when they're learning to shoot their weapons or learning to get really proficient at their weapons with a bunch of pool noodles, uh, alignment sticks, and trying to make make these big exaggerated movements, right? They're very meticulously, like you're doing a magazine change or you're clearing a jam, you're going through a series of very small, finite movements with the small motor skills right, that they have in their hands and their arms, not making big body turns and doing all that stuff to the point where it's mind-numbingly slow. You know, they even have a saying, slow is smooth, smooth is fast. So they're doing it slow to get it perfect, and then that eventually builds up speed, and then you become very proficient. And when you see them do that at normal speed, it's like a blink of an eye. It's very all-in-one motion, but they don't learn that by doing a bunch of exaggerated drills. They learn that how to do those fine techniques by doing them over and over and over correctly doing them over and over and over. And I think that's where we see a lot of disconnect between how golfers are trying to learn 
a swing change compared to where they ultimately want to go. And, and the bridge there is broken in a lot of cases. It's probably the, the number one differentiator between people that take lessons and get a result or better result, whether that's that same day or over the course of the next month they're practicing it. The ones that can, in the lesson, go slow enough and, like you said, uh, slow is smooth. You know, I, we, usually, we usually say, you know, make a full swing, nice, slow, and smooth and see if you can make the movement. If, if that person that comes in for a lesson can do that in the lesson and slow down enough, and I don't have to tell them a hundred times over and over to slow down, <laughs> that person can usually, I don't really have to worry about them too much because I know that they understand, okay, it's slower than I think it is. If it, like if your normal, even your seven iron, let's say, is 80 miles an hour or whatever, that's a, kind of a normal number for average player. Going 50 to them feels like they're not moving at all. It feels like it's in reverse. They're like, I can't even do this. So, first of all, they got to get their mind around the fact that I think some of some players even think that it's useless. Why? Why am I doing this? Because this is not how I play golf. Well, the the reason you're doing it is you're trying to change a motor pattern, and the only way to change it is to go slow, to start building the new pathways in your in your brain, so that you can finally go fast once that that gets strong enough, that that uh, new pathway. So it, we talked about playing the piano. I play piano and guitar a little bit. And, you know, with the piano, you you learn the notes with each hand separately really slow, and then you finally go slow and blend them together, and then eventually you pick up the tempo to where it's the song tempo. It's, it's really, the, to me, it's, we talked about it, it's like music is a very similar, especially piano with the two hands, it's, it's a very similar um thought process to improving or, or learning something well but surely though when you're learning the new song like I'm, I'm the least musically inclined person you'd ever want to meet but surely there's a drill i could learn to learn how to play the piano in in my first lesson surely there's exactly. a drill yeah it's got to be a drill right? there's got to be a drill um yeah. and play it fast <laughs> right it sounds silly when you apply this what golfers bring to a lesson or expect of themselves when you apply it to other things, right? You, it, it does. Like, you, why don't you play me uh, Elton John here, <laughs> first lesson. Play the piano man, first lesson. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? So you, you don't even have the basic, you know, where do your fingers go? Which finger plays which note? How do you cross the fingers so that you get to the next set of notes without having to jump your hand around? How do you sit? posture wow. distance from the piano what the foot pedals do it, it's it that's to me is the grip and the setup and alignment and understanding where you need to even be before you hit the ball and then just the basic movements like learning the pivot you have to learn all that stuff and then finally try to bring it all together do it without a club first then add your you know add the club in the arms it, it's very similar with how you layer the the skills that you learn and then finally it turns into something that looks like a golf swing. Well, you're, the piano, like all those things you described, the foot pedals, like all that stuff, two hands going at once, that's all far less complicated from a standpoint of the golf swing has way more stuff going on at the same time than sitting on a piano bench playing the piano. As complicated as especially someone like me, that sounds. Mm -hmm. the golf swing's got way more going on. And golfers will spend less time trying to learn those motor skills than you would trying to learn the piano. You know, I did boxing years ago, and 
you know, when you're learning the footwork for the first time, when you're learning how to throw jabs, you're not in there sparring to mm-hmm. learn, right? Which I think golfers a lot of times want to practice at the speed they're going to play. There's such a fear of if I slow down, I'm not going to hit it as far. It's the main fear. I think that's number one. Nailed it. That They try to learn everything at full speed and anything less than full speed. It's hitting a shot. If your eight iron goes 150, hitting an eight iron 140 is like, well, something's wrong, right? It freaks people out. They'll bail on it. And, you know, we see this all the time in lessons where, you know, a new golfer will come in, let's say, or a new player that we've just met for the first time will come in. And, you know, we'll talk to them, we'll get their information, learn a little bit about them as they're warming up, and we, maybe we put them in gears and have captured a few gear swings. We know what their club head speed is. We know what their path numbers are. We know everything they're doing, but we're still talking, and, and they're kind of focusing on answering questions rather than swinging. So let's say Sean is swinging at 85 miles an hour. So, all right, Sean, this is, what, this is what's going on in your golf swing. We need to change this. This will affect these other four things. So what I want you to do on the next swing is X. Okay, so you'll think about that for a second. You'll stand up and fire off another 85-mile-an-hour swing. And without hesitation, almost as part of the follow-through, your head will turn around and go, did I do it? I mean. And I'll say, no, didn't do it on that one. There's nothing changed. All right, so you'll put another ball down, fire off another 85-mile-an-hour. Then part of the follow-through, did I do it? Nope. So we can keep this loop going for the full hour. That's what, what you want to do. <laughs> what the player, <clears throat> excuse me, what the player winds up doing is they're trying hard, right? It's not a lack of effort. They're trying harder. When you try hard at something and you're not seeing anything change, sometimes you'll see go a faster. grade. You start to go faster, then you start to get frustrated, right? Mm-hmm. And then the whole thing just caves in on itself. You know, we, we see that a couple of times in golf lessons and then the first time out on the golf course, Golfers have just got some of their new moves they're working on, and they go out in the golf course and go full speed golf swing, and it falls apart, and they just collapse, and all the new movements collapse, and then they're frustrated, and they go back to the old swing, and it's like, you know, you've come in for a reason to make a change. You have to be able to go slow enough to actually make the change. The speed the speed's the easiest thing in the world to put on top of a good golf swing. That's the easy part. Making the change is the hard part. So adopting a mindset that okay i'm going to drill something rather than look for a magic bullet drill because drills get abused golfers go way too fast in drills they just get good at doing drills and you don't see a lot of transfer sometimes no no it doesn't because i can hit a ton of shots on one leg think of the stork drill do a stork drill i think if i go full speed in the stork drill it's not really changing anything i'm not going to swing like that now, if I take that same movement that I'm trying to make in a stork drill and apply it to a full-length, five-second golf swing, now all of a sudden I'm tapping into my my brain, my feels. Like I'm working now to make a five-second golf swing. That's not easy to do. And a lot of golfers do that at first. They have a hard time hitting the ball or, or making contact with the ball because it's such a foreign thing to feel all of that part of the golf swing and actually feel what's going on that they – you say it all the time, they just black out. They black out as soon as that ball's there and they get to the top of the backswing. They, they're done. They, their brain's turned off. They're going. And, the, and we say this a lot in lessons. I got it from you. They'll be like, did I do it? And then I'll, what I say now is, I don't know. You tell me. If you have to ask that, say, well, I don't, well, I don't know. <laughs> what I've started doing is 
basically saying, listen, I want you to make the full swing, smooth, you know, full motion, but I want your most perfect version of the swing that you think, like, what's your version of the perfect swing? And go slow enough to you show me like this is a, this is perfect. And a lot of times I've been saying that lately. And they'll, they'll slow down because they know they can't. They'll they'll have to think their way. They know where the club's kind of supposed to be in their body, and they'll they'll go a little bit slower. And um, I found kind of the sweet spots like forty ish miles an hour, maybe if someone's like a, hitting eighty five, let's say with their seven iron. I'm just thinking off the top of my head, like literally about half speed. We say it all the time: go half speed. It's about half speed and it's harder to do than it sounds to make a normalish tempo you know the rhythm of the swing kind of the same but do it slow where, where if you were it almost looks like a if someone filmed you in slow motion that's what it would look like that's hard to do but that's where all the learning happens at that pace so uh, i'm in lessons constantly hey what's the club at speed they're like 65 too fast keep going keep going okay there you go that's 45 miles an hour that's where we're going to live for the next 30 balls and then they make changes so much faster it's 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 unbelievable well it's it's a great shift in mindset to go okay make the swing that you're trying to make right the changes that you want the shaft lean that you want like all that make that golf swing on this next ball i don't care how fast i don't care how slow it has to be i don't care if it takes you 10 minutes to make the swing right just do it slow enough to do it all and that's I've learned over the years that saying, okay, make this next one at sixty percent or or forty percent, that's an art that means nothing. Because everybody mm-hmm. always wants, they always think they're playing eighty percent anyway and they're not. Mm-hmm. I, I like saying go as fast as it takes or go as slow as it takes to make that perfect swing. Like whatever that however slow that is. Because we used to do um one of my college players, female, Bill Figure, it wasn't a guy. A guy never figured this out. I used to put a hundred dollar bill on my on my desk where the where I was the, you know filming the swings, and you know a player would come in and say he's eighty miles an hour. I said, all right, if you take ten miles an hour off this next swing, you can have the hundred dollar bill. <laughs> Usually go up to eighty two. Sometimes right? faster because they're swinging smoother. Yep. No one ever sniffed it, and then this college player, she was pretty smart. She came in and it took literally 25 seconds for her to make a golf swing that's funny she wanted that hundred dollars like that's what it takes you have to you know you have to break that habit and how many times have we heard like okay sean on this next swing i want you to go slow enough to do this and then literally you will say man i can't go slow i can't swing slow i mean how many grown adult males have we heard say i can't swing slow it's like no, it's not that you can't. You won't. You won't. There's nothing physically stopping you from swinging slow. Like just go slow. I, I can't hit the ball like that. Well, exactly, because you're using the speed, which right. is the speed you're using is, is the cheat that allows all these compensations to work, which is why you're inconsistent in the first place. You, That's you're why you're here. To, you're not happy with those yeah. compensations. Your loops and your whatever else you're doing in your swing is only able to function at full speed so that's a problem yeah and And you know pulling this back full circle that's drilling what you're talking about where you drop those guys down to 40 percent and you're making perfect swings your version of whatever the perfect movement is that you're trying to work on you're making that over and over and over again compared to just pulling a drill off a random youtube video 
and working on that drill. Like there, the two couldn't be so far apart with what it's going to do for your golf game. And, you know, we heard Dana Dahlquist a while ago say, this is one of the best golf quotes I've ever heard. The best drill is just doing it right. Well, well I mean, like, <laughs> it's so simply brilliant. Can't get any more simple and brilliant than that in a golf lesson. That's right. I just say, just do it correctly. And if you can't do it at 60 miles an hour, you're not going to be able to do it at 90 no. or 85. You can't do it at 40. So let, let's learn. Let's do it once correctly, even if it's 20 miles an hour, so you know what it feels like and what it looks like on camera when you do it, what you feel like is the right way. And then we can make some progress. But until then, this going full speed and just, I got it. I'm going to hit the, the the best one is, okay, you know, you were a little bit here. You overturned. Oh, I got it. Full speed. Right. Nothing changes. Oh, wait, or, no, let me try one more time. I got it. <laughs> or do it right once. Like literally slow down, do it right once, and then the very next ball is back at full speed and nothing goes back to the old swing. Because the faster you go, you're going to make the movements you're most used to making. That's That, that applies there. Yeah, golfers are looking for a feel instead of a change. You should pull your feels from the change you've made. Not You're not going to get a change based off of the feel that you're trying. Right? We can tell you what to do. Lower your arm a little bit more here. You can feel that, and if you're used to not doing that, it's not going to change no matter how hard you try it. You'll get the feel for what that should feel like if you actually do it. Let the movement create the feel, not vice versa. And that's why I like teaching indoors so much. Yeah, it takes I a like, lot I like of teaching indoors with foam balls. I can actually make a change. I mean, I'll do a gears lesson. They might hit eight balls. You know, I mean, real balls. But we're hitting a lot of foam balls. We're going real slow. The foam balls are so good because you don't worry about if you mishit them. Right. And no, nobody checks out on a mishit foam ball. No, but if I put a real ball down and, and they make a really good-looking swing slow and they mishit it and I hear, ugh, yep. I mean, like – we're going back to foam balls. Even if they did the correct movement, they'll think that was a poor movement because of the missing. And if you're My used to the is, club getting to the ball a certain route, then you change that route. It's not always going to get to the ball right away. Probably won't time. for a little while. Yeah, might take the rest of the hour just to start finding the face again because the release is so different because the club's in the foot different spot halfway down. <laughs> yeah, right when could, it's last you parallel, you can hit it over the top. Now you're learning not to be over the top. The ball's going to play in a different place. And you might hit them to the right a little bit. So the foam ball at least gives them a chance to make a change without freaking out about hitting it off the toe or hitting one to the right. They don't really care. It's just right. they're in there. The, the movement creates the result. So keep working on the movement patterns, and then finally that creates the ball flight you want. You you can't just cheat reverse engineer. I didn't like that one, so I'm going to make the same swing and, and hope it goes straight. You, you have to make the changes, and then finally you start finding the sweet spot again and the face is square, and then you're off to the races. Yep. Um, so to wrap this up, if you're trying to make a swing change, slow down enough so you can actually make the swing change. And then don't do that for a day and then complain when you go in your Sunday match that it doesn't show up. Like I hear that all the time too. I can slow down and do it right, but when I go play full speed, it's not there. Well, you, all that is means you haven't paid the price yet. Like all these swing changes cost something and they cost repetitions, good quality repetitions. You just haven't put enough in the bank to actually make the change at full speed yet. That's that, you know, two weeks, you, you're whistling Dixie if you think you're going to make a swing change in two weeks. I'm talking months. Months. So slow down, make the correct movement, film yourself, 
So you know you're making the correct movement. And then rinse and repeat over and over again. Get some foam balls. So you take away that judgment of what you're doing based on, you know, how that particular the result felt. Yep. The result. So that covered this one pretty much. That's really good. If you guys are enjoying these, please go to iTunes and leave us a five-star and, and a written review. It helps us uh, reach out to more golfers, and we're trying to help as many of you as we can.